The morning ritual is sponsored by Factor. Factor's ready-to-eat meals make eating healthier so much easier. These meals are chef-made, they're dietitian approved and delivered right to your door. With Factor, you have over 35 different options a week to choose from. There's no prep, there's no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to feast and eat. Just head to factormeals.com slash TMR50 and use code TMR50 to get 50% off. That's code TMR50 at factormeals.com slash TMR50 to get 50% off. The Morning Ritual is sponsored by Recess Mood. One healthier alternative to alcohol after a stressful day is Recess Mood. So Recess Mood is a sparkling water and it's infused with functional ingredients like magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens. So you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. Podcast listeners get 15% off the Recess Mood sampler pack at takearecess.com slash TMR. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and it comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. With only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's a guilt-free way to unwind. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash TMR and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Hello and welcome back to The Morning Ritual. Let's set the tone for your day with a grounding meditation. Clear any distractions, get comfortable, and let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to welcome our first guest here, Karen Narizadeh. She is one of my meditation teachers and someone I look up to in my own practice. I literally hear her voice in my head as I lead you guys in these daily meditations. So needless to say, she's been a massive inspiration to the morning ritual. As a former litigator in New York City turned yoga meditation goddess, her story is very interesting. So I wanted to start by asking you, Karen, what originally brought you to meditation? And what's your biggest advice for new meditators? Great. Well, thank you for having me on your podcast. And thank you for those kind comments. I really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> thank you. I, what originally brought me to meditation was probably I had been introduced to it during yoga classes and not like a strict meditation class. Um, as a lawyer, as a former lawyer, I was looking for something more gentle on my body. And so as I started to do more yoga practices, they would start off and end off with a, with a brief meditation. And I think that just subconsciously penetrated into me. And one day, after probably months or maybe years of being uh, a litigator and on trial and having those daily demands and running to court every day. Um, I started to feel the stress of the job on my mind and my body. And one, and I used to suffer from a lot of sinus headaches that I got right. probably that started at the age of like 12. And I think that that was more of a 
more of my formative years when I started to, you know, enter junior high school. And I think the demands of my own family and academic getting ahead academically was one of those things that just the pressure for me then became pressure in my own head. And for years, I suffered sinus headaches due to pressure, whether, and they did find things on the x-rays, but as you know, that most of the illnesses that we have here in America are psychosomatic. So you're, once it's in your mind, then it manifests in your body. So for years and years, I suffered from sinus headaches anytime I had pressure around me academically. If the weather started to get, if there was a thunderstorm coming, I could feel the pressure in my head. And I just suffered with it for so many years. And after a while, I took, back then it was Tylenol allergy sinus. And it was the only thing that actually relieved the pressure. And then one day it just stopped working. And I was in so much pain that I actually started to cry because I couldn't relieve the pressure. And I was doing yoga and doing downward dog or anything was just, it wasn't helping. It actually was making it worse. And so it was at that point of desperation, I think that I just sort of flung my body on the ground in a seated position and closed my eyes and watched my breath for maybe 15 minutes. And um, it wasn't anything that anyone had ever really taught me. I guess, like I said, it was subconsciously that brought me back to that. Why don't you sit and watch your breath and see what that does? And it was torture, Lily. It was complete torture to sit there and watch my breath yeah. because I was a type A personality and I was always doing and never sitting still. And for me to just sit still for 10 to 15 minutes and go inward was so uncomfortable for me. Yeah, but it sounds like something in you knew you had to just sit still and look inwards, even though it was so painful. Exactly. And that's such a that's such a deep statement right there. Just to sit still and look inward is the practice of yoga. So I um, and I was, you know, more identifying with the practice of yoga back then with the physical practice of it. So I got up not thinking that I was going to feel any better because the torture session was like hell for me. The torture <laughs> session. <laughs> and um, when I got up and I started walking around, that's when I noticed, oh my God, my headache's gone. Like it's completely gone. And that in that moment was where I knew how much power meditation had and how the discipline of one's mind and to sit still and to go within and to be uncomfortable could actually get you through something versus trying to work around you know mm. it constantly so that's how I ended up getting into meditation and I had a really hard time finding great meditation teachers that I related to um, because a lot of them, there were great visualizations and there were nice exercises that I would do online. I'd find people to, to listen to, but it was only when I found my meditation teacher, Yogi Charu, that he sat down and taught formal techniques that he had learned in the Himalayas and through oral tradition that I really understood the way to do it, how to have a meditation practice for myself and sort of the different levels that you can take yourself to and go deeper and deeper within. Hmm. 
I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. It's such a good reminder that for new meditators, it's not always easy to begin and you might not know where to begin, but you can grow to love it and know how much it impacts you. So thank you. You're so welcome. And what I would just say is to people who are not used to meditating, what I did mostly with my my beginning stages of practice, which is the initial stages of meditation, is just to be aware, aware of your thoughts, aware of your emotions. And you don't need to sit down and do that. You can do that as you're having a conversation. You can ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? What am I thinking right now? So that you take that lens and you go inward and you see how you're reacting to the outer environment or how you're reacting internally. And so very for a very long time, that's what I ended up practicing was more active meditation or what's now called mindfulness is watching my thoughts, watching my emotions, trying not to judge them, but just to be there with them and present with whatever was arising. So as a newbie to meditation, that's what I would recommend. And for those people who are interested in doing seated meditation, to start off in small little bits because you don't want to take a, like you wouldn't take a big chunk out of a, a, a food that you're eating, a bite out of a food that you're eating because it's too hard to swallow that much, right? Too much to digest. So you take little bites. So that's what I would recommend. Take little pieces, sit for five minutes, and just try to just look go or go inward and watch without judging and be present and see what happens with that awesome all right thank you karen so if you want to lead us through a little bite of meditation that'd be fabulous yeah sure so i want to ask you a question lily what is it that you feel like you might need today or in this moment, either to ground you or to inspire you? Is there something today that you feel like, you know, if I just have this, it would be a little bit easier to get through my day? Is there anything that you can think of? Yeah. So my initial response would be some lightness in the heart space. There's a little bit of heaviness, I just think, in, you know, the state of the world right now. And being stuck inside and I, I feel a little bit of heaviness in the in the heart space. Okay, great. That helps me. So let's get started. So come to a comfortable seat, please. And any seat is good if you're sitting in a chair or sitting on the floor. Whatever makes you comfortable. As you know, the body is a distraction. So we want the body to be really comfortable in order to transcend the, the distraction of your physical body. And once you're seated, wherever you are, just close your eyes or lower your eyes if it doesn't feel comfortable to close them. And we'll take a couple of breaths in, and I'd say breathe in a half amount of air. And as you exhale, double the amount that you exhale. And as you do that, let your exhalations ground you into the space that you're sitting upon. And let your exhalations also anchor your mind into the here and the now.
And just be aware that your mind will want to move to the past. It will want to go to the future. And that's the activity of the mind. But every time you notice that your mind is moving away from the present moment, just gently bring it back to this moment without judging what's going on. And that's the practice in and it of itself, to bring the mind back to the present moment. So once we acknowledge and accept that there will be distractions from the external world or the internal world, right, we can be more at ease as we sit for meditation. And the mind will want to be active at certain points. And as we get into meditation, the more you're able to focus your mind, the more your mind will relax and your brainwave will slow down to that alpha meditative brainwave state. So just keep that in mind, too, as we move into the practice. Now, take your awareness to the environment, the room that you're sitting in. Become aware of the sounds inside of your room, outside of the room. And then bring your mind to your body. And let's move into body relaxation. So as the body becomes more relaxed, the mind will be more open to receive. So taking your awareness to your right leg, from your toes to your hip, let your whole right leg be still and soft. Take your mind to your left leg, from your toes to your hip, let your whole left leg be steady and relaxed. Move your mind to your hip, the pelvic floor, the gluteus. Let these parts of your body cement to the ground below. Letting your mind be directed to the back. The back is motionless. Take your mind to your right arm from your fingers to the shoulder. The whole right arm is soft and steady. Your whole left arm from fingers to shoulder is relaxed and still. Become aware of the neck and the head. Let the neck and the head be motionless. From the toes to the top of the head, let your whole body go into a state of relaxation and stillness. Direct your mind now to your breath as it moves in and out of your nostrils. Try not to control the breath rhythm, just be a witness. Take your mind now to your breath as it moves in and out of your chest. Notice the rise and fall of your rib cage with each breath. 
And now become aware of the space between your collarbones and your lower ribs. This is called the Hridaya Kash, the heart space in yoga. A kash means space and Hridaya is the heart. So from the collarbones to the ribs in the chest, imagine there's nothing but space. From the front of the ribs to the back of the body, nothing but space. And on either side of your rib cage, there's nothing but space. Now, as you breathe in, imagine that space expands, expanding your chest, expanding your ribs. And if you exhale, the ribs fall in and down. That space contracts. Imagine now where your heart would be in that space, that there's a tiny flame that would exist at the center of the heart. And as you inhale now, imagine that flame expands out into the space around the chest, the Hudayakash, and fills that space up with light. And as you exhale, that light moves back to a tiny flame where the center of the heart would be. As you inhale, that light expands, filling the space with light. And as you exhale, it moves back to a tiny flame. Breathe in this way for the next five breaths. And now as you breathe in, create a word in your mind that represents to you something of lightness or peace or serenity. And that word might be simply light or peace. And now as you breathe in, imagine the light expands and mentally repeat that phrase to yourself and feel that word filling up into the space of the chest. And as you exhale again, let that light go back to a tiny flame and repeat that word, peace or lightness. As you breathe in, use your mind to help visualize the light expand into the hodiakash. And as you exhale, the flame goes back down. As you mentally repeat that word to yourself with feeling, let it fill your heart space for the next five breaths.
Very good. And now know that anytime you need lightness of heart, imagine that tiny flame and that word and just take a few breaths in silence, filling the heart space up with that light and that word, that phrase, that feeling. Bring your mind back to your breath, moving in and out of your body. Become aware of the body and the room that you're sitting in. Begin to awaken the body, moving the fingers, moving the toes, breaking the body stillness. Bringing the palms to a prayer, let your thumbs touch the heart space. And as you inhale, breathe into the heart, lift the heart to the thumb. And as you exhale, bow the head down to the heart, honor the light within. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much, Karen. That was exactly what I needed. Like a massage for the heart space. Great. So soothing. So grateful. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. So you guys, I'll include Karen's website in the show notes below. So feel free to check it out and definitely connect with her. And we'll end our episode with a full deep breath in. A complete breath out and have a beautiful rest of your day.
Namaste. Thank you so much, Karen. That was exactly what I needed, like a massage for the heart space. So soothing. Thank you. And um, I'll include Karen's um, website in the show notes below. So you can contact her if this meditation resonated with you or just I'm sure she'd be happy to introduce herself and chat. So I'll be sure to include that. And thank you so much again, Karen. And we'll end our episode with a full deep breath in. A complete breath out. And have a beautiful rest of your day.